Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show, reminding you, you can email the show jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We'll get to the Federal Reserve and birth rates. We're going to get to emails. we got all kinds of fun stuff still to come on the Jesse Kelly Show. All kinds of good sound today, too. We'll get to that in a few, but we're going to go back to this. Uh, we're going to talk about mentality. So there was an election yesterday. In Jacksonville, Florida. Jacksonville, Florida. One of the last big cities in the country that had a Republican mayor. Now, I need to clarify, this is a D plus four area. However, this is a county, this area is a place where DeSantis won huge. So this is a place Republicans can win. Less than 40% showed up to vote. Far less than 40% showed up to vote. 
something like 34% looking through all the numbers. We didn't show up to vote and we lost. We are not as committed to preserving freedom. We're not as committed to anti-communism as the communists are committed to tearing tearing everything down. And this is why I will have people email into the show and they'll say things to me along the lines of, Jesse, we can't vote our way out of this. We're never voting our way out of this. We're too far gone. We can't vote our way out of this. To which I respond, how do you know? We've never tried. Chris just told me, Galveston County, down here in Houston, where the studio is, 5% participation. 5% voter participation. I told you about my city council race, uh, what, last week, May 6th, what it was, May 6th. Less than 2,000 people voted. We need to start caring enough to show up and vote in every single election. I will go along with your, we're not voting our way out of this the second we actually try. And then I'm not even getting to primaries. We talk about primaries. Kentucky just had a big primary. Some guy Cameron won. I'm sure he's probably going to be governor. But there were people further to the right in that primary that didn't. But setting all that aside, look at the participation numbers in the primaries. The primaries are more important, more important than the general election. We either don't show up or we show up and vote for the same guy who's already there. We've talked about it over and over and over and over again. There's a reason the reddest states have some of the worst senators. Texas? John Cornyn? Is a, he's a senator from Texas? That useless flap of skin is a senator from Texas? John Thune in South Dakota? South Dakota's fantastic. South Dakota's blood red. John Thune is a senator? Well, he's handsome and I met him once. It's a primary. I'll vote for John Thune. Both of the idiots from South Carolina? Utah has Mitt Romney? Utah might be my favorite state in the, in the union. I adore Utah. I might actually move to Utah one day. Then they're so red and their values are my values. And it's Mitt Romney? Now, Mike Lee's decent, but Mitt Romney, maybe the biggest low-T... He might be the face of the low-T GOP. If the low-T GOP had a mascot, it'd be Mitt Romney's face. Think about the kind of senator we could have from Utah. Instead, we have Mitt freaking Romney. Why? We don't show up to primaries. If we do, we vote for the same loser that's in there. These red states aren't near red enough. This is part of the reason I scream and yell about people moving. Part of the reason I want people to move. Because give me all the Republicans who are in New York right now. They're bloodthirsty. Those people are ready to be anti-communists. We red state GOPers, we're soft. Way too soft. We've had it too good for too long. Like I got this email along these same lines. Dear Jesse, I've... uh, I've rewritten this email multiple times, but I'm probably going to still butcher what I'm trying to say. I've heard you thankfully try to tell we anti-communists and conservatives to go take over school boards and town councils 
There's no instant saving of our republic. We have to do what the cultural Marxists did to our institutions. Yet a large portion of folks will only vote in presidential elections because they think one guy will fix it. Look at what just happened in Jacksonville, like we were just talking about. Do you think that's partly because of the watered-down and downright disgustingly weak version of Christianity in America today? What I mean is folks are nowadays told to just keep cheek-turning and Jesus will save all. He said, no, I'm not saying Jesus won't save all. The Lord is our shepherd, but what does a shepherd do? He guides. He guides us. And so he goes on and so forth, so on and so forth. What say you? I think that has a ton to do with the weakness of the right. You've heard me ride the American church multiple times, and this obviously doesn't apply to every church, and it certainly doesn't apply to every Christian in the country. But the American church, the American church should be an army pushing our values forward. Yes, should be feeding the poor. Yes, you should be spreading the good news. Of course, all these things. Yes, of course, but it should be a voting block army. Politicians left, right, and center should quake with fear at the thought of angering the American church. Instead, they laugh at it. They mock it right to its face. You go to one of these pastors and you tell them, hey, uh, how about you set up a voter registration in front of your church, at least on Easter Sunday, one of these Christmas, one of these Sundays where a bunch of people go to church. You watch this guy soil his panties, thinking about, oh, even doing anything remotely political. In the meantime, the demons have taken over every cultural institution and they're chopping the breasts off of teenage girls but you even mention a voter registration booth at an American church and you'll get the hymns and haws and, well, I'm really not sure. We don't like to do that here. I'd just rather give a sermon about, hey, we're not Democrats and Republicans. We're just cheek turners here, just loving Jesus. I find it nauseating and awful. It should be the vanguard. The American church should be the vanguard and the numbers are there. Do you realize, you want to hear something staggering? Staggering. You know what the voter participation is in the American church? You know what it is? 50%. Half. That means, and I'm obviously not talking about you. I'm not worried about you personally. That means half of the people who wake up on Sunday morning, they get themselves, maybe the kids, ready for church. You go down to church. You sit there and you sing worship songs to Jesus. And then, you, Lord willing, you, you go through the Bible and you learn all about right and wrong and what God wants and, and things like that. And you, you're, you are at least for a while purposeful in, in your thinking, purposeful in what you want society to be, purposeful in what you want the world to be. And then Election Day comes around and where are you? Nowhere. Playing horseshoes in the backyard. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous and it's pathetic and it's got to change. That mentality has got to change for just a practical matter. Do you realize the entire federal government has declared war on not only Islam already, on obviously Christianity, on Orthodox Jews, they're coming for you people too, Chris, on the Catholic Church, any traditional religion, any traditional religion that preaches normal values, that preaches right and wrong, that preaches good things, The entire, not just activist groups, the federal government 
has declared these to basically be hate groups, and they are reorganizing the national security apparatus to come after these groups so they can dismantle them because communists do not tolerate competing religions. And while this is going on, and while this is happening, the American church is so busy turning the other cheek, I'm worried they're going to sprain their neck. You have got to get involved. And if your pastor's not involved, go ride him. He's not your God. It's just a man. Go tell him, get involved. You're failing us. You serve your community, yes, by caring for widows and orphans, by spreading the good news, by taking care of the, the hurting and the poor. And the, they're, Yes, these are good. I'm not, I'm not downplaying any of those things. You serve your community. You also, also serve your community by selecting leaders who will guide your country, your community, in correct ways. 50% participation in elections by American Christians? Barf. Gosh, that's pathetic. The mentality has got to change. Warrior mentality, man. Warrior mentality. That's what we need. That's what they have. That's why I tell you, sometimes, some days, I wish I was a communist. I could never be one because it's a demonic death cult. But they believe. And they don't see themselves as anything other than soldiers for the cause. We're just, well, I, I don't know. We'll just we'll elect Trump. That'll save us. We'll just elect DeSantis and he'll fix everything. Neither of those guys are going to save you. We need to save ourselves, right? All right. Look, maybe, maybe we need a chalk church pack. Come get the chalk church pack. Come get your, come get your low T church pack. Right, maybe that's what we need. Wake some of these pastors up. Protect the flock, baby. 20% increase in your testosterone in 90 days. We need a whole lot of that with natural herbal supplements. Ladies, there's a female vitality stack for you. Those are the things I talk about a lot, but keep in mind, there are natural herbal supplements that can help you along with a lot of things. Go see what they have. They only get the highest quality at choq.com. They're not only hardcore anti-communists, they push the values you push. These are our warriors. Chalk.com. Promo code JESSE gets you 35% off the entire store for the lifetime of the subscription. So get a subscription. Chalk.com. Promo code JESSE. We'll be back. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday. And look, I know, but we're going to get into... The people who lead us, the mentality of it, their mentality versus our mentality, get into some emails, birth rates, other things here. But I do want to I want to clarify something, something make you feel a little bit better. The FBI has been in the news a lot and it's always bad because they're horrible. And you, I've expressed my frustration a thousand times. You've expressed your frustration a thousand times. We're mad. We want someone to do something about it. And I originally I thought nothing's going to be done. I thought that all these GOPers, they're too weak to do anything. They won't actually do anything to save us, so we'll have to rely on the states to save us. And then, I got to tell you, I heard Lindsey Graham yesterday, and now I feel a lot better. I'm hoping that somebody at the FBI will call up the people involved and say, I wasn't responsible for it, but I'm sorry it happened to you. This is not the FBI we want. I'd like Garland to call people up and say, this is not the DOJ we want. We're sorry. We're sorry. He wants 
He wants the FBI and Merrick Garland to call people who had their civil rights violated by the federal government, who had felonies committed against them, and he wants them to say, sorry? Hey, guys, sorry. Whoopsie. My bad. Did I happen to... Did I happen to lie on a FISA warrant so I could violate your civil rights, comb through your emails and text messages, listen to your phone calls? Hey, hey, my bad, guys. Whoopsie. Is that a glass of milk I spilled? Sorry. I'm Merrick Garland. I'm the head law enforcement officer of the United States of America. I've turned the FBI into the Gestapo. I send them out routinely to arrest pro-lifers because my party's so pro-abortion, I can't bear the thought of anybody spreading the word that we can protect babies. I abuse my powers so badly, I sick the FBI on school board parents. But hey, sorry. Man, I was worried we weren't going to do anything. And now I heard this. I'm ready to charge through a brick wall for Lindsey Graham. I'm hoping that somebody at the FBI will call up the people involved and say, I wasn't responsible for it, but I'm sorry it happened to you. This is not the FBI we want. I'd like Garland to call people up and say, this is not the DOJ we want. We're sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, he's sorry. That's He just wants him to say sorry. Sorry, guys. When you commit crimes, do the cops show up at your house? Hey, Bob. Saw you robbed a bank yesterday. I'm sorry, Bob, but we're going to need an apology. Is that how that goes? Or are you arrested and prosecuted and thrown in prison? Is that how that goes? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Everyone's sorry, apparently. Sorry. Gosh, these freaking people. All right. Let's do... You know what? I need to laugh. And you know what makes me laugh? Communists who suck at their job. Randy Weingarten's the head of the teachers' union. And because that's an important position, Randy Weingarten has the option. Remember, these are options. She has the option, if she wants, she can go campaign. She can go give speeches. Once you have any kind of a sizable platform, you are invited to do these things all the time. People invite me to give speeches all the time. Jesse, will you come speak at the local Republican club? Will you come speak at the, uh, the this Republican club? Will you come help my campaign where you do this and did that. And for the most part, I don't really have any interest in that. I'm not, I'm not dogging on the invite. It's just, you're always asked to come speak somewhere. Randy Weingarten has chosen to participate in these speeches, but kids, I mean this, I guess this will apply to some adults, but this is really more for the kids who listen to the show. Kids. I know mom has told you, that you can be anything you want to be. I know she probably tells you things like that because moms are just, moms are saints and that's what moms do. But kids, I, I, I will never counteract your parents. I'm never going to counter what your parents say, but I do need you to hear me on this. That's a lie. There are many things you can't do because you're not talented enough to do those things because God gave you a specific skill set and he didn't give you other skills. I... It doesn't matter how hard I work, how much I apply myself. I will never be a pilot. I'm six foot eight. One of my sons told me one time he wanted to be an astronaut when he was little. I laughed and told him to find a new dream. You're going to be like six, eight. That's never going to happen to you. Okay. I'm never going to be uh, an artist. I can't even draw stick figures. 
Nobody told Randy Weingarten that she should never speak in public. We have been so siloed for so long. And, and, and what's happening now is that we're being, you know, we're vitiating those silos. We're, we're taking them down. We're actually being together in this big, big field of dreams, of, of, of a new economy and a vision, you know, and all sorts of, whether you call it CHIPS or the Inflation Reduction Act, but all sorts of things that are out there that says to employers, that says to communities, that says about climate and the new things that could happen and be made in America, that, that there is... By the way, I'm going to let her keep going. If you're confused what she's talking about, everyone is. No one has any idea what any of this is about. To build it, we need to also build and invest in the young people and also the not so young people who are going to be, who want these jobs of today and tomorrow no one sat randy weingarten down and told her you can't speak publicly you should never do that but that's a valuable skill learn what you are and learn what you're not all right let's have a very uncomfortable conversation you ready for that we do that well let's talk about birth rights and some emails but first, let's talk about gold and silver. Do you remember? Do you remember what our guest said last night? The financial wizard, Mr. Stock Market, Mr. Hedge Fund Guy, the guy who knows all the ins, all the outs. What did he say last night? Don't take it from me. What did he say? Uh, you need at least 20% of your portfolio to be gold and silver right now. It needs to be in your IRA or four or 401k right now. You need physical gold and silver in your hands. There is a storm coming. He said it's third quarter this year is what he thinks. There is a financial tidal wave coming. I told you Peter Schiff told me it's going to be worse than the Great Depression. I hope to God he's wrong about that. Your time to call Oxford Gold is now. Mason Zexton told you to last night, not just me. 833-995-GOLD. Tell them Jesse told you to call. They'll take care of you. 833-995-GOLD. Oxford Gold Group. Get the cure for rhinos. Weekdays with the Jesse Kelly Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday reminding you if you miss any part of the show, you can catch the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. Now, let's get to something. We've talked about it before on the show. It's always a hard conversation to have because it hits so many people hard in different ways, but it's a conversation we have to have. Birth rates. You see... We need more babies. (laughs) I don't have a better way to put it. I don't have a more gentle way to put it, but that's because I'm a jerk. We need more babies. The nation right now, I'm looking at an article from econofact.org. Our birth rates are in free fall, and they've really been free falling since 2007. There's been a 20% decrease in birth rates since only 2007. People are not getting married and making babies. And the reason this conversation gets so uncomfortable is so many people have gone, have taken a different route in life, either on purpose or otherwise. You have so many people out there. And we're about to unpack a lot of this stuff, and it'll all be very offensive and uncomfortable, but those are the best conversations. You have a bunch of people out there who haven't found anyone yet. And I know this, and this problem has has gotten more to my attention 
because we brought it up one night on the show and then people started emailing in, hey, Jesse, I'm in uh, Raleigh. I'd love to meet somebody. Hey, Jesse, I'm in San Diego. Do you know somebody? Jesse, I'm a dude looking for a dime. Jesse, I'm a dime looking for a dude. Do you know anybody here? Jesse, where can I meet people? Jesse, how can I meet people? I'm trying to find somebody. There are a lot of lonely people out there. And I'm told, obviously not on the dating scene, but I'm told that it's really hard to meet somebody now. It's very, very difficult. It's harder. We're less social. This is part of this is social media. That's part of it. Another part of it is people are getting started later. They're starting to dig into this later. And and again, this conversation gets offensive because maybe that's you. People are thinking, I want to go do this for a while. I'm going to go do that for a while. And now that I'm now that I'm 30, now that I'm 35. I want to find somebody and settle down. And there's nothing wrong with that if that's the path you've chosen for your life. But that pool of potentials gets a lot smaller the older you get. We as a nation, offensive or not offensive. Oh, and there's more to it too. Look, I bring up testosterone levels for a reason. That's a problem. Got a bunch of dudes firing blanks out there. That's a problem. Or what, Chris? We can say that. It's fine. But seriously, dudes are less fertile. Women are less fertile. Than they've been now. Some couples get together and can't have kids. It's very common and that's always very sad. So you got ladies out there want to find a dude, want to settle down and can't. You got dudes out there want to find a dime, want to want to settle down with her, can't find one. Then you find a dime, you find a dude, you settle down. Maybe you can't have kids. Maybe you wait so long. Maybe you ended up waiting too long. Maybe there are a laundry list of reasons. I'm sure social media contributes to this horribly. Like I said, the truth is. We all want interaction of some kind. We do. But in this day and age, I, let's say I was a single dude. Let's say I'm, I'm all alone, no wife, no kids, no nothing. And I knock off work. I get done with the backbreaking labor of doing radio and TV for a living. And I go home for the night. I don't have to leave my house to interact with people because of social media. I, I, I can pick up my phone right now. I, social media and text messaging. I can swap funny jokes with my buddies. I could talk to this guy, talk to that gal, talk to this. I can do all kinds of things with people through my phone. But that's not the same. Physical interaction, physical contact is necessary. And now it's become easier for us to stay in. You just don't have to leave the house. If it's 1980... And you get off work on a Friday night, if you're alone, the chances are small that you're going home and turning on one of your three channels on your television. Seriously, that's what it was like back then. I remember we had the little the, the little knob that turned. There was no remote control. The dit, 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 you're turning it around. You're not going home and doing that on a Friday night if you're a dude or if you're a dime. There's nothing else for you. There's no one there. You've got to go out. You've got to go meet people. You've got to go to this event or this party or, or this group meeting or, or a bar or, or wherever you're going. You don't have to do that now. If I didn't want to, I, could, I, didn't have to leave, I would never have to leave my house and I could get human interaction, but it's not the same. So I'm sure the reasons for it are extensive. Whatever the reasons may be and whatever your personal situation is, we're not going to be here if this continues. It's a crisis. It's a national crisis that people are not talking about. We need 
not just people. We need young people getting married, staying married, and making babies. And as a society, we should be pushing that through every single cultural institution. Every cultural institution right now should be pushing young people. Find a woman. Women, find a man. Get married, stay married, make babies. And I'm not trying to sound like your grandpa. I'm really not. I'm talking about just the basics of a society. We're not making enough new Americans to stay America. And there are other countries, countries that actually are interested in their preservation, that are actually doing this right now. Japan, Japan has always had a birth rate problem. And now they looked at their birth rate and they have a birth rate crisis. Only Japan didn't throw their hands up and say, oh, well, Japan is now paying people. Get married. Make babies. They are pushing it. They have cultural carrots out there right now. Young people, get married to that hot Japanese chick and start making babies with her. That's what they're doing in Japan. But our society, every single part of our society, every single part, it's almost as if it's designed to fight against that. We tell the dudes they should be more feminine. Ah, be more feminine. Be more like a woman. Well, that only makes him less like a woman. That makes her less inclined to procreate with said woman. We tell the women they got to go be girl boss. No, you go girl. You're so empowered. No, you go be girl boss. Oh, well, you can come around to that later on. We, we tell these things to children or even more so, even more prevalent here. We tell them all they're gay. Or they're trans. Everyone's got to be gay. Everything's gay. Everything's trans. And look, if you are, I don't care. That's your friggin' business. But we need young people, young men marrying young women and making babies. For, for everything else aside, a society needs that. You cannot afford to give up 20% of your next generation to the rainbow mob. You cannot. Just, just biologically, your nation won't survive. You won't be able to make enough babies. Every part of our society is telling young people, don't, you shouldn't, don't, you shouldn't, don't, you shouldn't, or you can't. We tell people you can't now. You can't, uh, inflation's bad. You can't because of this. You can't because you can't afford a home. You can't because of this. Here's all the reasons you can't. You can't because the government sucks. You can't because of this. You can't because, oh, and our divorce, our divorce laws are ridiculous. The punitive way we punish men in this country for divorce is ridiculous. We have allowed women to write these divorce laws in this nation for years. And now it's something like 70% of women are the, or 70% of divorces are initiated by women. And in most states, if you're a dude, you are financially wiped out almost no matter what the circumstances are if you get a divorce. So now dudes don't want to get married. And I understand that too. Who wants to sign up for that? If you're a 25-year-old dude, let's say you're super motivated, you're squared away, you got a great career going, you find some dime, you like her, she looks pretty good, oh, she seems pretty cool. Well, I could marry her and give away half my income in four years. So there's a lot to it. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to simplify the problem. I'm simply pointing out it's a problem. It's a big problem. It's a national crisis level problem. And it's not treated that way. It's treated like it's some icky side item we don't want to talk about. Ew, don't, ew, don't talk about that. What if you offend my, my aunt? She's been divorced 19 times. We have to start having conversations that offend people, no matter what. We need people getting married and making babies. We do. We need more babies. We don't have enough. We're not making enough new Americans. All right.
I'm done. I'm done on my soapbox. We're going to get to some emails. We're going to get to, you know, that military I've been warning you about the military. They're not destroying the one they're building for their own purposes. Oh, we're going to get to that here in just a moment. First, let's get to the financial crisis we see coming. As I said, I've been calling it Great Depression Part 2. Uh, I thought there's a chance. Well, maybe I maybe I overstepped there. Maybe that's too far. And then Peter Schiff, the guy who predicted the last Great Recession in 2008, then he drops a bomb on me that, no, Jesse, I actually think you're underselling it. And I said, I'm sorry, what? He said, oh, I think it could be way worse than the first Great Depression. So there's that to look forward to. Do you have your emergency food? Three months worth? You don't have to overdo it. I'm not asking you to buy a thousand head of cattle. Do you have three months worth of food? Can everyone who lives in your home eat for three months on the food that's in your home? The answer to that question is almost always no, if you're honest with yourself. My Patriot Supply has you covered. They have emergency three-month food kits prepped, ready to go. Shelf life up to 25 years. They're giving out $200 worth of free survival gear right now with it. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and get yours today. MyPatriotSupply.com. Hang on. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. About to start drug testing here on the Jesse Kelly Show. Anyway, with Chris's music selection. Remember, you can email the show jesse at jessekellyshow.com. You know who we haven't heard from forever? Maria Salazar. Support a no-fly zone in Ukraine. I support everything that has to do with punishing Vladimir Putin and <laughs> helping the Ukrainians. Wouldn't that mean direct conventional warfare with Russia? I don't know what it will mean, but you know, freedom is not free. Ah. You don't know what a no-fly zone will I, mean. I, I, if you, I, I, if you have to shoot down Russian planes, I mean. Of course. So oh. Conventional war with Russia. Listen. Thank you. Listen. Thank you. Let's get to some emails. Remember, you can email me love, hate, death threats, ask Dr. Jesse questions. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Many guns. I remember listening to Rush when Obama was president. One thing that always stuck with me is when he said there was an easy way to tell if you're talking to a Democrat. They say um and uh a lot. He had a clip he played of Obama speaking, and at one point he said uh for what seemed like 10 seconds. I notice it whenever a Democrat speaks off script and it makes me laugh. Thanks, Rush. Oh, Rush was so good at this. And remember, I'll tell you something. I did a lot of history stuff. And you know, I kind of geek out on history anyway, but I did a lot of extra history stuff when I was writing the Anti Communist Manifesto, just reading about this or researching that and wanting direct quotes from communists to have in the book. And it is staggering. How much of communism is simply based on lying and how honest they are with each other even about it. They'll write it down. You know how if you, if you had to tell a lie, you would probably feel bad about it? We've done that before, I'm ashamed to say, in our house. We tell our kids, hey, uh, we want to pull our kids out of school one day and do something fun with them and their grades are good enough, but we don't want that to be obvious. So we'll tell the kids, hey, just... Uh, Tell your teacher you were sick. It's not good to lie. I don't, I don't want you to lie, but just tell your teacher you had a, a sore throat. Okay, we kind of feel icky. You feel icky about it. You're telling your kid to do something like that. They just talk to each other like that as if it's normal. Oh, hey, no, we can't let them, we can't let them know what we're doing. Hey, make sure you lie about that. 
hey, no, we have to hide this. We have to keep this hidden. You have to keep all communism hidden at all times so everything they say is a lie. Honestly, let's take a step back on this. Let's take a step back and look, because we've done, we've talked about this before on the show, but briefly. Think about, think about the national platform for Democrats. When you think about what their talking points are on every single thing, what is the national platform? All of it is based on outright lies. No truth to it whatsoever. Do you know what Democrats, if you look at polls, you know what Democrats believe is the greatest threat to the United States of America? You know what they believe is the greatest threat? White supremacy. Something that doesn't even exist in any organized form anymore in this country. The only time you've even seen a white supremacist is when you get five fat KKK guys having to be surrounded by cops at the courthouse steps because there's 500 people that want to beat them up. There's no white supremacy in any organized form in the country, and yet Democrats believe firmly that it is not only a problem, it is the problem. Total lie. Total lie. Taxes. What do they? Let's just go down the issues. What do they believe about taxes? Well, if we tax people more, then things will get better. Well, we know that's not true. Whenever you tax people more, economic activity slows down. The government takes in the economic activity and wastes all the money. This, these are not things we think. These are things we know. Total lie. And yet they believe it, so you have to lie about it. At the border. Look at what they do at the border. They talk about compassion and kids in cages when they'll put the kids in the same detainment facilities. Otherwise, every single thing if you go down the line, is a lie. Abortion's a great one. I can't believe Republicans shrink from this. Democrats in this nation, every single one in the Senate, everyone in the House, they all push now for abortion all nine months, right up to the point of birth, and if they happen to be born alive on accident, chuck them in a steel steel room somewhere and let them freeze to death. They believe that. This is what they push. And yet when they talk about abortion, They'll talk about Republicans don't even believe in exceptions for rape and incest. We're talking about a full-blown infanticide supporter acting like there's just some little exception that they have a problem with. Every single part is a lie. That's why they talk like they talk so often. That's why either they're lying or they're saying, uh, um, uh, because you know, if you're a communist, you have to lie. You can never, wouldn't that be stressful? You can never be honest. You can never come out and just talk like I'm talking to you now. You must lie at all times. That would stress me out. That's why they either say the, um, uh, uhs, or they'll do this thing that Randy Weingarten did. This is over a minute. I'm going to let it play again. What's she talking about? What's she saying here? Nothing. Because she can't ever get up there and tell you something, honestly. We have been so siloed for so long. And, and, and what's happening now is that we're being, you know, we're vitiating those silos. We're, we're taking them down. We're actually being together in this big, big field of dreams, of, of, of a new economy and a vision you know, and all sorts of, whether you call it CHIPS or the Inflation Reduction Act, but all sorts of things that are out there that says to employers, that says to communities, that says about 
climate and the new things that could happen and be made in America, <laughs> that, that there is to build it, we need to... What's she talking about? Nothing. Because she can't talk about anything. It's all based on lies. Everything's crazy. All right. Let's have a talk about a bit of a gut punch of an election, and let's have a talk about who watches our kids and talk about the military. Let's talk about you and your self-preservation. I saw again that story today, that terrible story out of Arizona about that 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 chick that was out jogging and got tracked down, murdered by that animal. Ladies, I just want to tell you again, the Hero Arrow is prime for you. It's shaped like a TV remote about that size. Double barrel blast of pepper gel, plus an extremely loud siren that will save your life. Ladies, when you are out, including when you're out for a jog, I know you want to wear your bras and your short shorts and you want to look hot and that's fine. Please realize that you are surrounded by animals. You are prey to some of the animals in this society. And you don't know he's looking at you, but he is. I'm not saying that to scare you. I'm saying that because you need something on you. Dads, get a hero arrow in the hands of your daughter, in the hands of your wife, in the hands of your mom, in your hands personally. The hero arrow is a great backup, a great backup. Go to hero2020.com and get one today. It's non-lethal. You don't need a concealed carry permit. I don't like guns, daddy. Fine. It's not a gun, sweetheart. It's a hero arrow. Hero2020.com code Jesse. All right. State restrictions may apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. 
Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.